0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Two two,
1: and a swing and a bouncer. Right side, Chavis has it. He throws to third, and he throws it away. It trickles past Hayes into foul territory. Dee's up and headed home. He will score. And Veerling is in to second as the throwing error for the Pirates will gift
2: the Phillies the lead here in the 10th inning. It's 2-1. to one. Send that clip to the Hall of Fame. Thing of beauty. Good morning, everybody. With my pal Jody MacDonald, I am Glenn Mack now on a warm, toasty Sunday morning where we celebrate another Phillies win. Jody Mac, a sloppy one, tied after nine for the second straight day. And then the Pirates starts throwing balls around like a bunch of little leaguers, and the Phillies win two to one in ten. You take that, right, Joe? You are happy with that?
1: Can I start the show with a request?
2: Uh, sure. Can we get
1: Kyle Quinn to play that again? the The cut. Yeah. Hear it again. There is a specific word in there okay. that I want to hear. Uh, I didn't know if Scott Fransky used or not, and even listening to it, I am still not sure. Uh, so, if, if Kyle could play that again, two two. And a swing and a bouncer. Right side, Chavis has it. He throws to third, and he throws it away. It trickles past Hayes into foul territory. Dee's up and headed home. He will score, and Bierling is in to second as the throwing error for the Pirates will gift the Phillies the lead. Here in the 10th inning, it's 2-1. to one. So I'll ask you, Glenn, did he say... Give the Phillies the lead or gift the Phillies the lead? Gift. He used the word gift
2: as a verb.
1: And the word is 100% accurate because that's exactly what the Phillies got there. A massive gift. And as you asked me, I, yeah, did they kind of back into this one last night? Yeah, sure they did. Sometimes the breaks go your way. Sometimes they go against you. Uh, I'm sure you saw the play earlier in the week when uh, uh, Bryson Stott pulled the ball down the first baseline. Yeah. And it had to hit something. It took a right hand <laughs> turn past the first. I don't know. Turn. I don't know
2: how physics work on that particular uh, hit ball, but yes. Holy
1: mackerel! Yeah. I've never seen a ball take a bounce like that nope. before.
2: So sometimes the bounces go your
1: way, and sometimes they go against you. Mm-hmm. Last night. The Pirates were more than a, a bad bounce off a rock or a bottle top or whatever the hell it did uh, earlier in the week. Uh, yeah, they got a little bit of a gift. Guess what? You take it. You don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Thank you very much. Take the W. Move into sole possession of the last playoff uh, spot. Thank you very much.
2: You got it. Uh, and then they gave him another gift because in the bottom of the 10th, the Pirates have their ghost runner on second base, O'Neal Cruz. Good rookie, but not this time. Uh, and he gets picked off. So, as you suggest, a sloppy win is a win. The Phils are a game ahead of the Cardinals now, uh, and they're a game a half behind the Padres for that second wild card spot. They won four games in a row. Jody, baseball fever. Catch it. I'll take it. Um,
1: okay. We know the series that they just had against the Cubs. Everyone thought, are oh, coming home, the Cubs stink. Now we'll really get some momentum. And they lose three straight games. And all of the games were close. All the games could have gone either way. Guess what? They all went against the Phillies. These three games in Pittsburgh, an 8 nothing game that becomes 8-7, and two extra inning games, they couldn't be any closer when, when you look at it after all 27 or 27-plus 27 outs have been registered. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how you got there. Give me the end result. Was it a W or an L? They didn't get any Ws against the Cubs. They've now turned around and done exactly what they needed to do, a well-below-500 team. you got to just find ways to win the games, and the Phillies have done that in the first three games in this series and go for a sweep today.
2: Okay, so some, some things that actually did impress. It was Ranger Suarez night. and the, uh, Man, I thought uh, after three innings that lefty might toss a no-hitter. 38 pitches in the first three innings, 30 of them strikes. Um, no hits, no walks. didn't happen. Bottom of the fourth, a hit and a walk, but he kept him from scoring. I think he had a batter or two, so he goes six. Jody allows three runs, one walk, no runs, uh, and they take him out after a, a whopping eighty-four pitches. Now they won the game. This is baseball. I know he came off the IL two weeks ago, but boy, did they really need to take him off out after eighty-four pitches? He's he's just been great. Go. I know what you're going to say, so go ahead and say what you're going to say. I know uh-huh. what
1: you're going to say. Um, in 2022, That's your answer true. is yes. Yes. In <laughs> 2020, in uh, 2002, maybe not. In yeah. uh,
2: 1982, definitely not. But the game is what it is today, Glenn. I know. Still drives me crazy. The guy's doing so well. I'm enjoying watching him pitch and it's like nah we're gonna take him out, we're gonna go to the bullpen. But yes, this is this is this is what the game is and and I know that. All right, now stop me if you've heard this one before, Jody Mack, but Nick Castellanos goes over four, strikes out in the first with the bases loaded, grounds out in the third with two runners on, strikes out again in the eighth with a runner on first. That's six. Six base runners he left. He is now the five hole hitter. Do you, A, Jody, leave him alone, B, move him down in the lineup, or C, say, uh, let's sit a spell?
1: He's was the three. Now he's the five. You're suggesting make him the seven. Uh, you I'm can only go down on the bench. <laughs> you can only go down so far in the lineup. And then you're right. The other alternative is, uh, Nick, Yeah, we got to do something else here for at least a period of time. Uh, I, I love the fact that we get a chance to talk to as uh, many as people as we do on the weekends. I do it on Monday and Tuesday nights here on WIP. And people get annoyed real fast. And I get that. They got annoyed real fast at Alex Bohm and were ready to You remember in spring training when uh, Bryson Stott was going to be the starting third baseman. Alex Bohm was going to start the year at Triple A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd send him to the Iron Pigs. Uh, Alex Bohm has been their best offensive player for the entire month of July, as a matter of fact. And another guy who falls into that category is Corey Kniebel. Oh, I got it. What a bum this guy is. How did we make him our highest paid reliever? Get him the hell out of here. They wanted him designated for assignment. Oh, by the way, he pitched two shutout innings and has really turned it around these last five or six weeks, and his ERA is now below three. Uh, So, yes, uh, people are ready to pull the plug early. I can't say I blame him about Castellanos, but
2: four four more years
1: years and $80 million, GMAC.
2: Joe, I'm not talking about, you know, give him the DFA and stick him on an Amtrak. I'm talking about you're really in a bad slump, okay? They've tried to let him fight his way out of the slump. It would not be the first time in sports where they say, and I don't always believe it, but it's what they say, we're going to try to take the pressure off him for a few days and let him watch the game.
1: That's all I'm saying. I understand, and, and it's probably something that Rob Thompson is considering, but here's the other thing you must also consider. Glenn Mack now? More yes. O'Double, You're in?
2: No. <laughs> Veerling. Give me Veerling. Oh, oh, okay, if Veerling moves to right to take over yeah. for Castellanos, yeah. guess who's going into center field, g uh, Wait, Where's Moniac these days? <laughs> you know what? You're right. I didn't think. God, That's it's... part Jody, of the problem. Yeah, well, here's the answer, Jody. I've got the answer. The answer is, as you and I sit here today, we are fifty-six hours away from the trade deadline. We've said and I want to talk about that. They made a trade yesterday. We'll get to it in a second. Um, actually, let's talk about that trade first, and then we'll get into what else they could do. Okay. After the game, they send down Johan Camargo to Lehigh Valley, and announce that they have acquired Soto. Oh no, Sosa. I'm sorry. You know what? I heard, I heard. I heard the trade, and I literally, I like, for, I saw the S O, and I was like, "Oh my God, Soto!" Fraction of a second. Watch Soto. There's, you know that there's a famous story that Charles Barkley tells. Um, that I don't know if it's true or if he's just pulling our legs. But when. He was on the Sixers, and they traded for Charles Shackleford. Oh, Shaq, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh, the GM, Barkley's home sleeping, and the GM wakes him up. I forget who the GM was at the time. But he wakes him up. It wasn't lying him. Um, And he says, uh, Charles, uh, we got Shaq. Or at least Charles hears, we got Shaq. And Charles is jumping up and down and dancing like, oh, my God, we're going <laughs> to win it. Um, and the GM says, like, you understand I'm talking about Charles Shackleford, right, not Shaquille O'Neal? So, for a brief moment yesterday, I thought Soto, but no, Jody, it is Edmundo Sosa. He of a 189 batting average and 515 OPS and apparently a a tremendous glove. I don't know him. I know as a rookie his stats were better. Last year as a rookie he had 271. That's fine. The OPS of uh, 731. So, maybe he's hoping he's going to do it. Other than that, explain to me why you you add a guy's at 189. The only question I have for Charles, other than uh, live related, that he's sticking with the
1: NBA and not going to live golf, is yes, thank who he actually had more disdain for, um, Armand Gilliam or Charles Shackelford? He never really liked <laughs> he, either one of those two guys that he shared a front yeah, line yeah, with here yeah, in I Philadelphia. I not like him at all. Yeah. Uh, no, not a little bit. Um, I, I, I don't get it. It doesn't real. Uh, you talk about moving the needle, is a phrase that we probably use too much these days. Edmondo Sosa does not move the needle an inch. Mm-mm. It doesn't really add up unless there's another deal yet to come that I don't see how Edmondo Sosa is going to affect that deal for the Phillies to get better in an area of need. They've got enough. Marginal middle infielders, one of which is Stott, who you're hoping is going to develop into something more than that. You got Segura coming back within days, who you're going to have to find a way to get into the lineup. Other than Jojo Romero hasn't quite lived up to what they may have thought of as an organization, they just think he's never going to be anywhere. Here's my – you'll remember this, Mac, because you know you and I have done some shows together over the years. One or two. I'll give you my uh, best – uh, yes, I'll give you my best link from the Mod Squad imitation. <laughs> the Amando Sosa trade,
2: eh? Oh, I remember Link used to say solid, solid. Uh but not in this case. It is. It's a. It's a meh. It's a heh. It's yeah. a rot. So you got, and you mention Um when Segura comes back, you got a clear roster spot. So you got Segura, Stott, Didi, Bowman, third. Uh, you still have Yairo Munez on the roster, and now Sosa. Teams don't carry that many infielders. Something's got to go. Is it Jody Precursor?
1: I hope so, but I surely don't know so. I, again, the needle. So-so if you saw if, if you no saw it so? move, if you saw the the needle move, oh, it has since stopped. It moved momentarily and then came back to
2: rest rather quickly. Yeah, so I've had, I, I've had that problem in my old age. Oh, so I uh,
1: don't. I got no idea what Dombrowski's up to, but this to me doesn't even factor in. I'm glad I will say this that they kept Munoz, um, and again, guys who <laughs> don't move the needle, Munoz or Camargo. Um, I, when Munoz plays he just seems to bring in energy that mm-hmm. the uh, overall energy of the team changes I would not say that about Camargo and neither one of them are that overall good that you say wow they're going to make a difference so I'm glad at least momentarily uh, Munoz is here but if you ask me what I think they're going to do when Segura gets activated it's going to be sent out Yayo Munoz again so uh, even for this short period of time I'm not sure what Dombrowski's up to
2: yeah okay so the trade deadline is two days away. I screwed up my math yesterday. It's uh, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. I think it's Tuesday- 4. It was 4? Okay, yeah. yesterday I was told 6. I Vince, think it's do four me a favor. Five. I've been wrong on this already. See if I'm wrong again. Anyway. Tuesday at 4, I'm pretty sure. Tuesday at 4, okay. Pretty quiet. Um, the big trade was Luis Castillo from the Reds to the Mariners for a, a bucket of prospects. Um, and that was... Kind of two nights ago. I guess they wrapped it up yesterday. It was two nights ago. It kind of came out. Other than that, not much going on. I will just tell you, Jody, what the Phillies did. Remember that great run the Phillies had, of course, back uh, more than a decade ago. Um, On those, those years, 2009... And I think it was on this day. It might have been yesterday. But it, uh, it, I, I always recall Reuben would make the deals two days before the deadline. Right,
1: the 29th. He mentioned it on yeah. the broadcast the other Tuesday day. Tuesday at That's... 6. Okay. Is it 6? Okay, yeah. then I'm wrong. I apologize.
2: That's all right. You were thinking uh, uh, mountain time. Okay. Uh, it was always the 29th, which I guess was two days ago. But Ruben, in 2009, got Cliff Lee from Cleveland. Pretty good. Yeah. 2010, Roy Oswalt from Houston. Yep. 2011, Hunter Pence from Houston. Not as dramatic, but it helped him. So we got a lot of rumors, Jody. I'm curious where they are now, which is in that third wild card spot, pushing up toward um, San Diego, game ahead of the Cardinals. I guess the Giants are still hanging around, right? Those, Those would be the teams you're kind of dealing with here. How committed, Jody Mack, should Dave Dombrowski be to this year's team? Which I guess the question is, who would you not trade among those top prospects for somebody who can help you now? I'm not talking a rental player, because you're you're clearly not going to trade a good prospect for a rental player, but for a guy who you would have control for this year, next year, maybe the year after. And Dave Dombrowski
1: did come out and directly say that they're not going to be a major player for the top rental players. They're just not going to do that. The last year you saw he did, he got Gibson, a guy who has been part of the rotation this year, so it was going to be a two-year plan, and he's trying to do exactly the same again this year. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned him here with you last week. I know I did on my show uh, on Monday or Tuesday night. Uh, I got two names I'm going to give you, Mac. One is a rental, but he's not going to cost a whole a lot. Uh, and the other is a uh, guy who's got uh, two years to run on his contract after this one. But both come with major uh, qualifications. The first one is Madison Bumgarner of the Arizona. Denver.
2: I heard you say that, and I love that idea. Well, you go ahead, but I will tell you, it has my endorsement before you even get into the details. And I'm glad to hear that, and I do mean what
1: I say, but there is a major qualifier. Madison Bumgarner is going to have to want to come here. Um, He was a free agent the same year Wheeler was available. I was perfectly fine if the Phillies signed either of those two guys. They got Wheeler. Bumgarner went to Arizona because... He's a horse guy, and he's got his own ranch out there in Arizona. He rides every day. He uh, considers himself a bit of a cowboy, and that's why he signed there. Where's he I,
2: from? Is he from out there? No, you
1: know what he, he's from. You know he's from Mac- North where? Carolina, oh. which Philadelphia oh. is a hell of a lot closer, closer to North Carolina than San Francisco or Arizona are, where yeah. he spent his entire career. I don't know if he has any desire to come back to the East Coast or not. Uh, I would want an, a, at least a phone conversation, if not a uh, face-to-face sit-down. If I'm Dombrowski, I need to know he's he's buying in, that he wants to get back to the postseason. Glennie's one of the best postseason pitchers oh. in the history ever. of baseball, uh, right, not correct. the last 10 years, 20 years
2: ever. One of ever. the best postseason and, pitchers, and in more than one postseason, it wasn't just like a fluke. Jody, you right. could take him to the, you could take him to see the horses. I'll take him to
1: yeah. Oh, if he nice. wants to go up to parks anytime, Delaware Park, I'll <laughs> drive him all over the place. <laughs> right, yeah, wherever he Delaware, wants to go, yeah. he and I can go. There That's go. not a problem. But I all think right. he Cole actually, Demerski. I think he actually kind of liked riding them himself rather oh, than oh, betting them him. Him like he me. Likes riding them, oh, yeah, he oh, does. I don't know, I guess I don't know so. if you can help him there. Uh, but he's he wouldn't cost you the. It, it all depends on what uh, John Middleton wants to do because. 21 million this year, so he's got whatever's left on his contract. 21 next year, and then a uh, $12 million deal on the last year's contract comes back down a little bit. He's not pitching to those numbers. He's not earning his salary. He's having an okay year, not a $20 million plus pitcher year. So you should be able to get him if you just tell Arizona you'll take all the money. You should be able to get him for a song, Mm -hmm. but.
2: Does he want to come here? If right. he
1: doesn't, thank you. No pass. Just move on to the next guy on your okay. list. Because I don't want him if he doesn't I, want I to do be, love here that be name.
2: dedicated. I heard you say it and I it has my endorsement. Who's your second? If the Boston Red Sox are being real
1: with themselves, they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. And they're I read backwards. last night
2: that they are now in sellers mode.
1: Right. Um yeah. and again comes with a qualifier. Michael Waka has pitched pretty well for them. He uh-huh. was Damn good with the Cardinals. He was solid with the Mets. Uh, He went to uh, the the Red Sox this year. He was pitching well before he got hurt. He is coming back off the I.L. He's supposed to be able to pitch by the first week of August, which is now, what, 48 hours away. Um, So I need to know what the medicals are and what the issue was. And can you count on him to make eight, nine, ten starts during the last two months of the season? If he is... I'd give up a solid prospect. You know who I'd give up? That Edmund Sosa. If uh, no. the Red Sox oh, want yeah. him, I'll turn around and flip him. They yeah, got uh, Trevor Story that. broke a bone in his uh, uh, wrist last night. They're yeah. oh, starting right? second baseman. Yes. Right. So if they need a middle infielder, if they think Yairo is that much better, I'll give him Yairo. Let him pick. Who do you want, Edmundo or uh, Yairo? F- feel free to select your <laughs> middle infielder, and we'll take Michael Walker. So they just dumping
2: Waka. Um, there was one other name I was hoping you were going to mention because you, uh, having grown up a Mets fan, would certainly know what this guy's up to. He is no longer on the Mets, but he appears healthy, and I hear he's on the market. Thor.
1: Yeah, Syndergaard is back, and he's pitched solid baseball this year, overpaid because he got paid on yeah. the come. Um, it was, when he was great. Right. And the Angels, well, he's been great, but he's also been hurt. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah.
2: Not great when he
1: doesn't pitch. No, uh, he's pitched. Listen,
2: before this year, between 2020, 20, well, 2020 was the was the COVID year. But, yeah, he pitched two innings in 2021, nothing in 2020, 80 innings this year, and he's doing, you know, decently, doing well.
1: Right. Um Again, it all depends on the price, uh, and I don't think the Angels can ask for a lot uh, because uh, he, is, he is the pure rental. See, here's the problem. Dombrowski kind of spoke out against rentals, and I know Walker's a rental and uh, Syndergaard's a rental because he signed just a one-year deal. Uh, would, uh, would have interest in him. He doesn't throw as hard as he did when he was a Mets. He was a 9,900 guy. Now he's a 93, 94 guy. Um, but he's, he's solid, and I would certainly
2: have interest if the price were right. Yeah. Okay. Well, those are some names, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Who would you not trade? Anybody is it like Painter, Abel? Are you the off the table for the Jody Mack team? They are.
1: Those are the two. That's it, and that's where the line is drawn. Yeah. Those are the two guys. Ohapi is having a really nice year, but they've still got years locked into Rio and Marchand looks like he can be a a backup. Shoot Stubbs might be the backup here for the next couple of years with the way he's playing. Um, So any of the other top prospects, I would be willing to move. Um, If there was an outfielder that was a Stone Cold given to be a Philly starting outfielder at some point, I would say, no, you shouldn't trade him either. I don't think they have that guy. Mm -hmm. So it's the two starting pitchers because uh, yeah, you're going to blink, and if uh, Philly they're going to need them both in their rotation, if not next year, the year after. So I wouldn't give up on either of those two guys.
2: I agree. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. Hey, uh, prize today for the best caller of the day $50 gift card. The Shibe Vintage Sports, um, where there is a story in every stitch. Check out their throwback apparel at their Center City location or visit them at shibesports.com. Coming up in the next segment, we will get into these. Want to grab some calls early uh, today. We're going right up to Phillies. Pirates, the closer of the series we will be um, doing leading off at 1230. By the way. Two great interviews today. Don't go anywhere, because Jody Mack and I have Brian Baldinger at 11, and Jody will kind of run through the NFC contenders, see what Baldy thinks about that. And then at noon, the coach, Dick Vermeil, Dick gets into the Pro Football Hall of Fame next Saturday. Uh, going out to Canton this week, I, I know Ray's going to go with him. His friends are going to go with him. He's going to be there next Saturday. Jody, emotion's going to flow, right? We know that. I think that's a foregone conclusion, don't you? Yeah, I think he'll tell us that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I do too.
2: Yeah, and it's great. So we have the coach uh, coming up at noon, but we want to hear from you. 215 592 Coming up, we will get into the Eagles. And, Jody, I hope I don't start a civil war on this station with what I'm going to say when we come back, which is I don't particularly worry about the stats of Jalen Hurts at practice.